Hello, and welcome to the Green Book Commentaries podcast. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. Volume 14, Episode 26, The Function of a Tissue Cell. Doctors of chiropractic and student initiates, welcome back, and thank you for joining me. In today's episode, we're going to learn about the smallest organ in the human body. No, it's not Seinfeld's George Constanza after a dip in a cool pool. If you'll remember from Biology 101, the cellular arrangement of the body has a few classifications. Beginning with the smallest unit, we have a single cell. This single cell consists of a cellular membrane acting as a wall between the outside and inside of the cell. At its center, the nucleus functions as the centralization of its own intellectuality. Think of the nucleus as the brain of a cell. Stevenson writes that it is the nucleus which receives innate mental impulses and in turn uses them to perform its design function. Progressing from the single cell, next we have a tissue cell. This is a collection of single cells which share the same structure and function. It is the tissue cell which is the smallest organ in the, in the human body, and its function is to give service to all the rest of the parts. <clears throat> the structure and function of a tissue cell is dependent upon its location in the body. Some tissue cells even possess more than one function. Consider the pancreas, for example. Besides secreting insulin, the pancreas also secretes various enzymes, such as lipase to break down fat and protease to break down proteins. Speaking of insulin, one of my first patients when I started practicing was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Despite exercising and eating better quality food, she just couldn't get her A1C under 6.8. Keep in mind that normal A1C should be below 5.7, with 5.7 to 6.4 indicating prediabetes, and a level of 6.5 or more indicating diabetes. This patient did not want to get stuck using medication and was hoping that chiropractic could help. Following x-rays and spinal thermography tests, The cause was located in her upper cervical spine, an axis subluxation. She was checked for subluxation on a schedule for about 12 weeks. During that time, she only needed four adjustments. The results, well, remember her A1C being at 6.8? Follow-up blood work confirmed the restored A1C at 5.5. It's amazing what innate can do when a subluxation is specifically adjusted. Another tissue cell of significant importance, especially to chiropractors, is nerve tissue. It is this tissue which develops into the first organ, namely the brain and spinal cord. The function of nerve tissue is to transmit mental force. It functions as a medium between the metaphysical innate and the physical body.
When you actually think about it, nerve tissue is the most fascinating tissue to study. Why? Well, this is the tissue which keeps innate intelligence tethered to its physical body, so that when sound and subluxation free, innate can be expressed at 100% within the body, resulting in function, resulting in health. On the reverse, when unsound and unsubluxated, when unsound and subluxated, innate cannot be expressed at 100% within the body, resulting in sickness moving towards death. Earlier this year, I started a new patient who was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. This rare condition, affecting fewer than 200,000 cases per year in the United States, is one where the immune system attacks the myelin sheath of nerve axons, slowly destroying them over time. As all first-year chiropractic students know, it is the myelin sheath which allows for nerve impulses to transmit at maximum speed and efficiency. Less nerve transmission means less signaling reaching the tissue cells of the body. As we've been discussing the, during, this, during the entirety of Volume 14, decreased quantity flow of nerve transmission is the cause of dis-ease. So a subluxation and multiple sclerosis is like a double whammy to the nerve, affecting nerve flow from a mechanical pressure as well as physical damage to the nerve. So back to our patient. After x-rays and spinal thermography tests, an atlas subluxation was revealed as the cause. While the first four weeks showed little improvements in symptomatology, the one and only adjustment stayed in alignment. The second four weeks, we saw improvements that occurred quite rapidly, one after the other, day after day. By the end of the 12th week, the patient reported a 90% improvement in his symptoms. The blurry vision had resolved. The total body weakness was significantly better, so much that he went from relying on a wheelchair to being able to stand and move around without any assistance. However, the coolest improvement was that he could now breathe normally without all the pain and restriction that he was having. You see, multiple sclerosis can affect organ function, with lung function being the most common. End-stage multiple sclerosis causes nerve flow restriction to the lungs, paralyzing the function of respiration and causing death. This patient continues to get checked regularly at my clinic, with adjustments holding in place between 8 to 10 weeks. With restoration of function, this patient is now able to enjoy fishing on the lake with his son. Pretty cool. Chiropractic saves lives from one generation to the next. In a can, when subluxation is adjusted with specificity. When we return from our break, we'll begin our reading from Volume 14. Welcome back from our break. We now begin our reading from Volume 14, 
Chiropractic Textbook, page 183. Article 236, The Function of a Tissue Cell. The function of a tissue cell, which is the smallest organ in the body, is to give service to all the rest of the parts for the welfare of the whole body. The cell is the smallest definite part of the body and therefore is the smallest organ. It is within itself a definite unit like the whole body itself. The parts of a cell are the cell's organs as the parts of the cell functioning for its benefits are not functions of the whole body directly, but are functions for the tissue cell's body. <clears throat> the manifestations of these we call signs of life. The service that each cell renders to the whole body is called primary function. And of course, the manifestation of these, in general, are signs of life, though we seldom use that application. The cell is a very highly specialized instrument to be used by innate for a particular kind of work. Its structure and location is always according to the kind of work it is required to do. Each tissue cell may be used for more than one kind of work, but the purpose it serves normally is always service of function. Not all tissue cells are mechanically active in fulfilling their offices, as bone cells, cells of ligaments, etc. All cells are in a state of vibratory motion, expressing the energy which is in them. These energies are universal forces which are in all matter. It is without specifying universal function and therefore universal life. <clears throat> this universal life has none of the characteristics of organic life, but while in the body, if the body is normal, it is adapted and therefore becomes organic life. When these universal forces are adapted and governed by innate, being used to produce service for the body, they become functioning forces. When they act without the control of innate, they are not functioning, but are the forces which produce what is called, for convenience, excess or minus function. The unclassified services that tissue cells render the body are called general functions. When the services are classified, they are called primary functions. Article 237, the function of epithelial tissue. The function of epithelial cells depends upon their location and what is required of them by innate. The variations in their structure are according to the kind of work required of them. In glands, it is secretory. In integument, protective. In ducts and tubes, it serves as lining. And the ciliated kind has motor function. <clears throat> in the parenchyma of active organs, as viscera, it has active function as parts of protecting or supporting organs. Its function may be passive. Active or passive, it renders a service to the other cells. Universal function gives to its energies for dynamic purposes and for strength where strength is required. Each cell has a nucleus which represents the centralization of its own intellectuality.
and it has adaptability to respond to the urges of the law of demand and supply, which are called mental impulses. Article 238, the function of connective tissue. The functions of connective tissue depend upon its location and kind and what is required of it by innate intelligence. The variations in its structure are according to what is required of it. Its most common function is support. That is connective function. Its function is mainly passive. As parts of active organs, indirectly, it has active functions. Active or passive, its function is to give service to all other tissues of organization. <clears throat> when not particularly classified into primary functions, its service is called general function and is always connective. Universal function gives its molecules energies and cohesion for strength. Each cell has a nucleus which represents the centralization of its own intellectuality, and it has adaptability to respond to the urges of the law of demand and supply, which are called mental impulses. Article 239, the function of muscle tissue. The function of muscle tissue is motor. Its purpose is to deliver mechanical service to the body or its parts. Its function is always active. It may, as parts of larger organs, be said to have primary functions. When not especially classified into primary functions, its service is called general function. Universal function gives to it dynamic energies for adaptive use in producing motor function, as steam is regulated by the engineer to give an engine motor function. Each cell has a nucleus which represents the centralization of its own intellectuality, and it has adaptability to respond to the urges of demand and supply, which are sent to it from Innate's clearinghouse. <clears throat> Article 240, the function of nerve tissue. The function of nerve tissue is to transmit mental force. As the parenchyma of special sense organs its function is sensory. As the brain, it is mental. Its function is active like that of glandular tissue, but not mechanical as that of muscle tissue. When not especially classified into primary functions, namely transmission, its service is called general function. Universal function gives to it dynamic energies to activate it under the management of innate and supplies innate with an inexhaustible source of energy from which to create forons. Each cell has a nucleus which represents the centralization of its own intellectuality and it has adaptability to respond to the urge of the law of demand and supply given to it by the boss, very analogous to the way of the boss and clerk or messenger in a clearinghouse. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm Dr. Arthur Plessa. This has been the Green Book Commentaries Podcast.